So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted. Listen, it's Tuesday night. You know what that means. I have some of the I had some of the biggest, the baddest, the best wrestlers of today and yesteryear. And tonight is never no different. But we're going to have a spin on Unscripted from now on. We're going to have some special guests in the future. But I'm going to have a stable colleague with me every single week, uh, a friend, an esteemed colleague, and the best pro wrestling journalist in the business today. Bill After, how are you? Oh, that's great. By the way, what you didn't tell them, though, how this happened. I got the sports key to draft. You picked me. That's right. That's, that's, that's amazing. Precise. I was I, I almost got picked by Russo. Almost. Yes. But yes. you <laughs> I don't know how much more money you put into this pot here, but you got me and I'm glad to be here, bro. Yes. That's right. I got Russo on Mondays and after on Tuesdays, man. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I was drafted here. Indeed, so, man. That's great. Great to, to be back you. with you. Yes, indeed, man. So Here's the thing, uh, for all the SK Nation, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been podcasting for a while. You've been doing this thing for a long time, forever. Oh, yeah, for a long. Abe, for Abraham, Link, Abraham Lincoln was my first. Guest. He was your first guest, right? Yeah. Yes. Was, yeah. Uh, so, so this is what we're going to do. This is this is what we're going to do with the unscripted show here. Uh, we we are going to talk about latest topics in the world of professional wrestling. However, what we're going to do is. I'm all about interactive. I'm all about the chat room and being interactive. So what we're going to do is we're going to allow the chat room pick the topics for a week. Of course, it's a 30-minute show, so give us as many topics as you possibly can. And, of course, you know, the Super Chats come up first. So uh, before – I got one. I got one. Okay. You'll start right off. Let's do this. Why was Braun Breaker not drafted? I thought about that. Uh, Why is he not drinking? They took so many people from NXT and a lot of people that no one knows mm-hmm. unless you really follow NXT and a lot of people don't. But when I sat there and I watched the two nights on SmackDown and Raw of the draft, I was, no, but how is this possible? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I agree. That was very surprising to me that Braun Breaker didn't get drafted. It seems like they still want him to be a staple uh, in NXT, but he's done so much, though. He had the title for so long, from what I remember. I didn't. I don't really watch NXT. I, I keep up with it every now and then with the socials and stuff, but I'm not a, a weekly Same watcher. Uh, but the, the thing is, when it comes to Braun Breaker, I did know that he he's held the fort down for a long time in NXT was champion for a long time plowed through competition. He just turned heel, if I'm not mistaken, with Carmelo yeah. uh, Hayes. Hayes. Yeah. So what's next for him other than 
a heel turn? Does he become champ as a heel? Then that's then what? I mean, like I, I wanted to see him come to one of the two major brands and from breaker against Gunther, I think would be a hell of a match. Come Ooh, on. Yeah. Really? I'm, really? I'm in for that. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, um, and the thing is they have the draft. I mean, sometimes yearly, but it's been a couple of years since they had it before. I mean, since this last, since this yeah. one. Uh, so what does that even mean? Does he come up in some random post raw you know post mania type of thing next year does he do like a post SummerSlam thing you know what i mean like the raw after SummerSlam, i can see that happening like coming the raw after SummerSlam or something like that but that's another what three months so yeah yeah, yeah we shall we shall see where he comes in uh what, what speaking of the nxt call-ups I, I really hope that uh, the the writing team really really make something out of these call ups instead of just call them up. You know what I mean? Because there's been a history of just calling up NXT people yeah. and not really using them. And what NXT do we do with these people? Yeah, yeah. and then taking them back to NXT. I mean, so yeah, I mean that's what they did the same thing to. Um, uh, oh gosh, I'm I'm, I'm not really uh, uh, a um, yeah. Uh, it was with Apollo Cruz. They brought mm -hmm. him. They put him back to NXT. Yeah, and Apollo Cruz is just sitting there at the <laughs> yeah. just sitting there like maybe I'll get picked again. He's been there. Yeah, he he won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. Was U.S. Champion. Like like he's been. They're trying to come up with a new country that he would be from. I I guess so. I guess so. It was uh, Nigeria, but I heard that there was some heat going on with. Uh, I heard with, that with, too. Yeah, that was uh, really interesting. So. Yeah, so we shall see. All right, well, uh, SK Nation. Were there any surprises to you? Uh, as far as just uh, see, not necessarily surprises. I was super confused about uh, Bianca Belair. So there's a couple things. Yeah, I was surprised about Bianca and El both going to SmackDown, but they're competing for the Raw Women's Championship at uh the the ple like whoever wins still is going to have to swap it so then i was confused about bianca belair's had a 13 month world title reign i think you should really push her to the moon but now she has to swap the belt to probably Rhea, who's going to retain well, is the it title. swapped or is or or do they just strip her of the title and have a a, a tournament i think they'll probably swap it like they did with charlotte and becky so Maybe. the last, remember, remember the last draft, they just swapped the titles. But it's so, making us think. It's making us think. Yeah, Good. but here's my thing though. Regardless of regardless of what option it is, I I just that that just doesn't make sense for me. Like you you've been champ for 13 months, and it ends because you got drafted to SmackDown. That's the reason why I think they should call the women's championships. Uh, similar to the to the men's, it should be the it should be the WWE Women's Championship, and it should be the World Women's Championship. Yeah. Like so, yeah. if regardless if you swap, it doesn't matter. You don't. Have, I mean, if you get drafted, you can literally just keep the belt with you. You don't have to worry about just. Yeah, but I I think they're going to do a women's uh, World Championship too. The the whole thing here now of, of interest is with Cody mm -hmm. and Roman Reigns because. Mm -hmm. Let's say Cody finishes the story, so to say, and he wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, yeah. 
Do we see a match of the world heavy? Oh, you're freezing on me. Say that again. Do we see? Say that again. Are you there, Dr. Chris? Yeah, you're freezing up on me. Uh, do we see a match and then uh, you're freezing on me? I think I think Abe stole your Wi Fi. Uh, internet. So until he comes, there you are. Are you back? Yeah. I was yep. getting ready to do my one man show. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I see you. I don't know because you seem grainy, but okay. So, sounds like I asked that question again for me, man. My man. So, so the question now is, so Cody finishes the story, gets the World Heavyweight Championship, and now, now, how do they work out, because of the brand thing, the match that everyone is going to want to see, the Universal Champion against the World Heavyweight Champion? What mm -hmm. do we do? First, firstly, I do not think Cody should win the World Heavyweight Championship at all. I mean, like it, I think he should beat Roman. It, it, like you have to, you have to continue that and make that a, and, and continue that because at the end of the day, if Cody wins the World Heavyweight Championship, that automatically makes him look second best, and that he couldn't beat Roman Reigns. And because well, no, 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 that's what I'm Roman saying. Reigns. The match, the, because he now gets the world title. Adam Pierce or whoever the powers that be mm -hmm. say we're going to take the two brands now and we are going to have a match with Cody Rhodes against Roman Reigns and we're going to merge this into one world championship maybe mm. so why so why would you bring in a, a world heavyweight championship just to merge and, and make it see I'm not opposed to having one title yeah uh, I'm not opposed to that uh, the only thing is I don't like any of the three designs. <laughs> I don't I don't like the the WWE, the Universal, or the big the the WWE's version of the Big Go Belt. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about Big Go Belt, that that's the one right there, the Big Go Belt, the, the flare original. one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The, the, the the flare one. <laughs> and I just I'm not opposed to that idea though, because the thing is, right now Roman has two titles and whoever wins say cody you know for our, for the sake of your your question he wins the the world heavyweight championship yeah. you merge them together and i think that that may be a wrestlemania 40 thing yeah that'd be great because the the world champion then goes to both brands both i mean brands. if brock lesnar can do it why yeah. can't the world champion and plus you know you said that uh, roman has both uh, brand titles now, but they don't call it that anymore. They just call it the Univer Undisputed Universal Championship. There's they say no WWE Universal. See, that's the thing. They call it the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Right. Right. So that means that he's the Undisputed Champion. There's no dispute that he's the champion of both brands. Of he's the universe, but not the world. But he's the he's the <laughs> right right. Now we're gonna have a galaxy championship to represent the. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you remember, I'm shocked that nobody has ever brought up that the Universal Championship was the main championship in uh, Carlos Colon's World Wrestling Council. Yeah, yeah. That. Very few people bring that up. Absolutely, I, I remember that. I, that's when I say Universal Champion. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking of a 
Carlos Colon, World Wrestling Council. Oh, sure. well, now they're in Puerto Rico, too. Yeah. Their backlash is in Puerto they Rico as the universal champion. Well, yeah. no, is Roman is not. Uh, is he on the card? No. On the card. No. Right. He's banned there because the unit Carlos Colon and Victor Jovica still hold the Universal Championship. The Universal Championship. That's exactly right. I, I, here's the thing. What do you think about this, Bill? So they just threw in uh, Seth Rollins versus Omos. It's a couple yeah. couple weeks ago. Rollins didn't even know that it was uh, allegedly. He didn't even know it was he was on the you know card against Omos because he he tweeted the alrighty then. You know, uh, meme of of uh, Jim Carrey, which was funny when they announced it on the socials. So, just a throwaway match didn't make any sense. Why couldn't they just do Seth versus Roman at at Backlash? Since oh, especially okay. since what we saw with Monday, that's a SummerSlam match. That's not the B type of pay per view match. That's a SummerSlam. They've match. had they, they they've had B they've had B pay per view. You know, matches before. I mean, like, yeah. if you like, the thing is, I mean, I think you want to really make it big because it's Puerto Rico. You know, what I mean, it's a Puerto Rico Bad Bunny and all that yeah. stuff. You know, I, I, I do think that you, you can't save Rollins and Reigns. Uh, what do you, what do you think about Rollins? I mean, here's the thing, Bill. I've never been really high on Rollins. Uh, you know, I, he's, he's, he's a good competitor. You know, what I mean, he can, he can wrestle very well what do you think about the singing gimmick man the the fans love him mm -hmm. and when you come out just you know there are other like it during the draft uh uh sean michaels who was leading people to yeah, that yeah. Triple team and all that yeah. i think he's an incredible wrestler he's a great showman mm -hmm. but and his laugh really annoyed me for uh for a long time it really yeah. did but I think right now that he is really uh, the top guy mm. in in WWE. If you really under Roman Reigns, if you really look at the pecking order, uh, he's he's right there. Yeah. He and Cody Rhodes are like the two top echelon guys there. Yeah. I think I you know I want to see more uh, stuff with with Gunther. He has no color at all in terms of showmanship mm -hmm. but and he's a good old they they hate the word two words but he's a good old pro wrestler yeah uh, i'd like to see them do more with him but rollins and cody the two guys that i think draw the uh the crowd and you can't rule out the heat that dominic mysterio is coming oh my god they're gonna nuclear kill him in puerto rico yeah 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 you know, I, I've said this before, man. Uh, I've said this in previous shows. Give the guy a full beard. Let him let him keep the Guerrero mullet. And sooner than later, man, you got to cash in on that heat, man, and make him some champion. I, I, I think oh, yeah. you just, I think you got to do it, man. Like yeah. that that heat is just lightning in a bottle, and you you can't just allow that to just go away and just it. Like there's certain people who tries to get that type of heat. Like there's people who are jealous in the back because yeah. they've been spending years to try to get that type of heat, <laughs> and it's just this is given to Dominic that easily. Yeah, that's yeah. the type of heat that every heel 
decides they, they just want, you know I mean? They it's live so natural. It. Yeah. It's but so it's natural. like, you got to me, you got to cash in on that, man. And they wouldn't let him talk. If you re remember, they, would, yes. they, they, they really wouldn't let him. Now, did you see, you know, the, the whole thing we were talking about, uh, uh, Mysterio, uh, I don't know if you saw my interview with, uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Uh, uh, where he, where he, Backed, not backed up, but he said Rey Mysterio knew about this whole thing. He let him know it was just heel heat and all that. What did you think about that whole situation where he said that Rey Mysterio was prostituting the name of Guerrero? I think that uh, it's something to me. I, I, I was like, okay, that's probably a work. Um, I, I'm sure, you know, Ray and Chavo are good friends in real yeah. life. So I know that yeah. they, I know he didn't mean that for real, but I wouldn't have mind having Chavo as an addition to, you know, this, this feud, you know what I mean? No, I, 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 I think, yeah, I wouldn't have minded it. Um, probably maybe if Dominic brought in Chavo, they got a lot of heat on social yeah. media yeah. out of that whole thing. And they shouldn't wait on that. They should bring I, that I to fruition quickly. Yeah. See, that's how I am. man. if, you know, I'm a business guy. And so when I'm thinking like, Man, you you, you got to cash in on moments. You you can't you can't try to recreate uh, in intangibles. You know what I mean? Like you can't really put. You can't try to recreate that. Like I said, if it's a if, a, if it's a lightning in a bottle moment, you can't try yeah. to find it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to cash out on stuff like that. You know, Kofi Mania was lightning in a bottle. You know, oh, yes, Yeslemania was a lightning in a bottle. So you got to cash out on stuff like that and cash in. And I think. Dominic, with this heel heat, something has to come from this. Like if you make him tag champ, if you make yeah. if you make him some type of champion, because if you think about it from a business standpoint, all that heat that he's getting is going to help some whoever babyface you want to throw in there is going to automatically help the babyface because Dominic's getting so much nuclear heat. And whatever program he's in is going to help him. You know I would I mean? love to see them make a belt for Dominic, <laughs> the Mysterio Championship, <laughs> and that he's the king of the Mysterios. Yes, yes, that would be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Super Chats gets you on the screen, of course. Uh, let's see. We got um, what four wrestlers are in your Mount Rushmore, Bill? My, oh, it changes every day. Okay. It does. Right now, it would probably be um, Bruno San Martino, um, Mil Mascaras. Nice. Real name, Mel Moskowitz. Nice kid from the Bronx. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ric Flair. And number four would probably be, oh, let me look through my, my head here. Uh, it's a hard, actually, you know, this week, what's been going on, I'd put Roman Reigns up there for mm. recent as the, as the, as, as the newer guy mm -hmm. in my Mount Rushmore. What about you? Um, so do you want my all time favorite four? However you, you want to do it. Okay. So I'll, I'll do the Mount Rushmore if I think the four most influential pro wrestlers ever. Oh, wait, let me take back Roman Reigns and put Harley Race in there. Okay, fair okay. enough. All right, so I, I think that these four wrestlers, in my opinion, are the most uh, influential. Uh, so 
I'm gonna go. I'm mean, as far as popular. I'm gonna go more most, most popular. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the I think the four most popular wrestlers ever is, um. Okay, I'm gonna go Hogan, Austin, Brother. Rock. Um, see, I I want two for one here, uh, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Flair. I'm gonna go Flair. Okay. I, okay. I think you know, like like four B is Bruno to me. Like you know, yeah. It's like, yeah so those are my four. Uh, my my all time favorite. Uh, well, my, my all-time favorite top five has been pretty consistent for a long time now. Uh, my all-time favorite top five is uh, five at Booker T, four is Chris Jericho, three is um, Ricky Steamboat, two is Dusty Rhodes, and one is Sting. I was going to say the American Dream Dusty Rhodes was not on my list, and now I need him for number five, if you will. That's right, baby. That's All right. right. Uh, let's see over our thoughts on WWE draft. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Evan says he loves the show, but uh, shout out to Evan. Thank you very much. Hey, Evan. Uh, let's see. What is one dream match you would make from one person from the golden era, attitude era, ruthless, aggressive era, and the era of today? A four way elimination match. Of who wins? Oh, okay. my god. Okay. Bruno so, golden era for, okay, okay, Bruno. Bruno, let's, let's do it together. So Bruno from the Golden Era, uh, Austin from Attitude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ruth was a great and Cena. Yeah, and today's Gun era Roman Gunther. Gunther. Gunther? Okay. Gotcha. I, I want a tough ass guy in there. Gotcha. And I him like and all. Oh, he and Austin against each other in that match. Ooh, oh, nice. I want to see that. I'm very high on Gunther. I, I think that I've said this before. I think Gunther should be world champ by mania 40 yeah but they, he needs some color he needs some he needs some see isn't that terrible because when i was growing up watching professional wrestling a lot of the guys didn't have that color gimmick going they they gotcha. had uh they wrestled mm -hmm. that's it didn't matter there was no i think gimmick. that he i i think that there, there's a couple there's a couple nuances that i think helps gunther um, the very fact that he's just a just a just a hard nosed just beast, you know, just just yeah. a, you know just a menace of a of a character. But uh, I think I think the foreign gimmick, you know, it's an ace in a hole for a lot of people, yeah. um, and, and I think that that's always a one up in many cases. You know, we've seen that throughout the years. I mean, we saw Ludwig Borga come in, you know, made oh, a hook shot in '93. So yeah. Uh, so it, that always helps. Nikolai Volkov, Iron Sheik, you know, what I mean that. Oh, Waldo von Erich had such yeah, a Waldo von you know, Erich. Hunter yeah. is the new Waldo von Erich. Yeah, that's man. a good comparison. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that so that helps. Um. And I think the fact that he has Ludwig Kaiser and and Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni Vinci is more just kind of like a straight laced guy. Like he's yeah. just kind of. I, I don't see much character, but I do think him being an Imperium helps the depth of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I like Kaiser though. Like I, I, I like, and I, I really like Samantha Irvin, the, the announcer yeah. Ricochet's yeah. girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that she does a fantastic job introducing Imperium Absolutely. And, it takes, and the announcers make a big difference when it comes to elevating the character of a person. Mm -hmm. I think that Samantha Irvin, because you know how, um, um, 
Tony Chimmel would say, you know, rated our superstar edge. And a lot of times when Edge would come back on appearances, he would bring Chimmel with him. Yes. So he could announce edge, you know what I mean? So it brings that depth to that character. I think that Samantha Irvin getting drafted raw helps. I think that helps Gunther too. And man, if you just see the facial expressions of Kaiser mm-hmm. and just, and, I, and I'm like, see, that's professional. You, you're, you, you're, you're learning the craft and I can appreciate that in a wrestle. He'll just have this very, very snide and snarky. Yes. Very, yes. You know, just, yes. Like he'll have his hands behind his back and just kind of do one of those things, you know, look at, the, you know, just kind of look just really yeah. uh, uh, with his nose up in the air to the crowd and just really and like, I appreciate Perfect. those subtleties. Yeah. See now on the other end here, Justin Roberts does that so well in AEW. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way he announces things, he's the he's the modern day Michael Buffer. Ah, that way. He's nice. so good. Yeah. He's so good. He used to do he used to announce The Undertaker very well. Yes, I remember. Um, yeah. I remember. Uh let's see here. Do I th- uh do you think possibly losing to Brock Lesnar backlash could further diminish Cody Rhodes? All right, let's talk about that. Let's talk, let's talk about uh Cody Rhodes, since since we're approaching uh, the PLE this coming weekend, so do you think that Cody beats Brock Lesnar, or do you think that he doesn't? I think he doesn't, and I think it's really? going to put him in a funk. Either that or Lesnar gets disqualified or something like that, but it's going to take Cody, you know, his whole gimmick here is he wants to finish the story and get back to Roman Reigns, and yeah. now Brock Lesnar kicks his butt. Mm-hmm. And Cody's coming out like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I'm not going to let this hold me down. And he's got to keep trying. I think this is where the long-term plan is for him to keep getting disappointed over mm-hmm. and over again until the big one happens. Yep. That's, that's, that's precisely what I thought too. Like, yeah. I, uh, especially when he clocked Lesnar and I, I, I said this on the show, uh, the, the post raw show, like, to me, it just doesn't make sense for a baby to get any type of, you know, uh, leverage leading into the PLE or leading to the pay-per-view back in the day. Like, Brock Lesnar's a beast. He's a monster. He's indestructible. He's unbeatable. And from in, in the in the classic case of good guy, bad guy, you know what I mean, baby, heel, you have that heel look bigger and bigger bigger and And then when the baby beats him at the big show it makes the baby look bigger because he dethroned the indestructible baby uh, if you have the baby get leverage on the heel before the big match it diminishes you know what i mean yeah of course yeah yeah what do you think they've got to be equal in the worst case scenario they have to be equal and that's why i didn't like brock lesnar backing up after Cody attacked him exactly. and Brock Lesnar could have gone through those 10 or 12 security guards that were standing in front of him. I kept saying, well, why doesn't he just beat him out of the way? Yeah, he, exactly. he backed up. That's yeah. not Brock Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. He needs Paul Heyman back again. Yep. All right. A couple more. We got uh, Roito $2 super chat. Man. Which NXT wrestler uh, that was drafted good big push? That's a good question. What do you think? What do you think the biggest oh, uh, push would be? Cameron Grimes. You think Cameron Grimes is going to get a big yeah. push? Yeah, because really? he's, a, he's a sports entertainer. Huh. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I don't see it. I, I don't see okay. it. With, uh, I like Grimes. I, I like yeah. him. Yeah. But I don't I don't see him getting a big push. No, like, he's not gonna be top level. He's okay. gonna be on a ricochet level. Okay, I can see that, but that Rick Ricochet doesn't have a big push. The question was who you think would get a big push from NXT from the draft. Oh, tough. there's no one that I have I saw in the draft that I think is gonna get a huge push unless the unless it's the ladies tag team champions. What do you think of Grayson Waller? I think he's terrific, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Big push. Who else? You got uh, the women's tag champion. So, what's I, I didn't know. I don't. I haven't seen the NXT results, but yeah. you had the women's tag team champions defending it against um, the number one contenders who also got drafted to yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Main, the main roster. So, who's who's going to be? They're going to have to. Well, nobody drafted uh, Dragon Lee either, did they? No, they didn't. He's no. one of my favorite NXT stars. Yeah. He would have gotten a good push because, see, he would have been uh, with the mask and the whole bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know his ethnicity, but he would have been very good in the uh, whole Rey Mysterio situation yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of Indy Hartwell? Do you think that uh, they'll do something with her? Something. Okay. Yeah. I like her. I, I like do too. Her. Yeah, I think she's got potential. Yeah, but it's just yeah. hard for me to pick any NXT wrestlers. Yeah. That, except Grimes, because like I said, he's more of a sports entertainer. And, I uh, think that it would have been an easy pick if Braun would have been drafted, but I don't think that any of the drafts has that it factor that I've seen yet. I now, agree. Now, it could I happen agree. on the main roster, but I haven't seen it on – you no. talked about lightning in a bottle before. Do you mm. know where I think they went totally off with that? that? When Otis won the uh, um, in the bank. In the bank. Yeah. Oh, my God. The people were nuts about, absolutely yeah. nuts about him. They loved what not just his personality and the, the whole thing with the, uh, uh, the, the, the worm. He was, at that point, red hot. And why yeah. they didn't leave him up there. And to this day, I'm still a big Otis fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I think another missed lightning about a moment was um, I think they should have uh, pulled the trigger on Sammy winning in Montreal, man. Oh, I just, my God. I, like I said, even if he would have lost on the following SmackDown, I would have been totally fine with it. Like if his, if his reign would have been six days, you know, made, I would have been, because to me, when I think of wrestling, I think of like moments. I think of yes. just this indelible moments that goes in the annals of history. I think that's, I think of highlight reels and that right there, if Sammy would have won in Montreal, I think that that would have been oh, just, you know what this makes reel. me think of? What's that? This makes me think of Sammy at the hottest versus Dominic. Ooh. Ooh. Talk about heat. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah. All right. Last one. Rollin 999 super chat. Oh, only nine ninety nine. I love yes. those commercials. Yeah, some hotline. Absolutely. Is Roman's absences really like Hogan? Hogan's absences as a as champ. I remember Hogan being in every pay per view and all Saturday night's main events. Roman misses PLEs and ex, uh, expect the Raw SmackDown shows. It seems very different. What do you think? What do you think about? Yeah, yeah it's definitely different. De okay. Definitely different. Hogan was a. It was a different business back then. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a different era back then and Hogan kept himself more visible than Roman at this uh, 
at this this time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, from what I recall, Hogan, Hogan was absent quite a bit too. Cause I mean, plus the thing is they would have like, you know, superstars with gorilla monsoon and Bobby Heenan and things like that. And they would just like cut promos, but they would show, uh, you They'd know, show them. Yeah. <laughs> they would show. Yeah. yeah. yeah so but I they don't do that with Roman. Yeah, See, I, I missed that part of pro wrestling where yeah. if Roman's not there, well, we've got him uh, in his home right now. Cut five well, promos. Yeah. yeah. But that's the reason why they need to have B-rolls. You know what now, I mean? Now, wait so, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, on um, uh, on Monday Night Raw, when the, the Usos, Paul Heyman was talking to Roman Reigns. Well, there you the go. There's, there's your appearance. You notice, by the way, he went from a... a a wireless phone to a cell phone now. That's right. Yes. But what I'm saying is, so Roman is not allowed to be on raw yet. He was giving advice that's from right. ringside to Paul yeah. Heyman. That's man, his, man. that's his presence. See that that's his yes. appearance. So he'll be on the phone, you we know, as an him. appearance. Yeah. Well, that's Paulie's trademark was always the phone. That's true. He brought it back. I think he should bring back the old huge, you know, uh, phone that he used to have back. In the day. I have one here. I have. Do you really? You have a call, you have a call the, no, phone. you can't see it here, but I have a wired phone on the wall. Nice, here. very nice. Yes, cool. All right, we're gonna close up. Hold uh, on, man. Hold on. Let me see if I can yeah, get you to see the wired phone. All right, I probably should not be doing this and ruining the. Uh, there's the sting hat. Nice. Like they won't. There it is. Ah, very nice. You see that bell telephone? I do I do? Very nice. Look at that, and it it works. It actually absolutely works. Nice, nice. You you still have a landline? We do because we have nice. the Comcast triple um, thing, but we don't use the landline at all. The landline is a wonderful line for people to say, "Hi, is Patricia there?" <laughs> nice. Oh, and then we have a wrong number. I'm sorry. What I do now when they do that, I become patricia very nice so this is patricia what do you want then they hang up very nice and you can use it for fax too people still have landlines for uh faxing uh when they fax at home yeah so. no no we this is hooked up to comcast so we yeah. get tv internet and phone nice they still uh you know landlines still work somehow i haven't had a landline in a long time but come still, back chris just yeah, like records I'm cool, are coming back and... I'm cool with it uh interesting interesting fact before we close uh before i had this nice setup and all this podcast stuff uh i started pancakes and power slams 11 years ago yeah. wow and yeah 11 years yeah wow. this, uh, i'm about to actually jump on the pancakes and power slams just in case who wants to jump on with me this will be the this will be episode 579 that's amazing thank you man i appreciate that's that. amazing yeah. that's in, that, that that's incredible that thank really you, is man. 579 yeah. straight weeks so wow uh so yeah before i had this nice you know uh set up here I, I started with the landline that was my first i remember <laughs> i remember i had dial up you know that aol yeah man <laughs> Yeah, By the way, I want to, before we go, I do want to mention everyone to please uh, check out uh, the uh, Time Machine uh, on uh, WrestleBinge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Uh, on uh, on uh, not on on a separate video, but mm -hmm. um, Mac Davis and uh, Hala Hala Teddy Long and I with uh, 
on Russell Binge with um, great topics, great topics. And nice. uh, we just taped earlier tonight uh, going on all about the draft. Nice. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to Russell Binge, everybody, here on Sports Kida. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, have your topics ready and uh, for next week. Uh, we will be doing this. This is unscripted. We'll be uh, chatting with your topics just like we did this week. I uh, hope you had a fun time, Bill. I always do with you, man. I love it. I, you know what would be a great topic for part of next week? What's that? What if this guy was still Cal alive? Andy Cal What if he was still alive? Would he still be in pro wrestling? And if so, what storylines would we put? I think that uh, Andy Kaufman would be canceled if he was still alive. He would be a part of the right. culture if he was still alive. Right. <laughs> uh, Bill, always a pleasure, my man. My pleasure, too. And uh, we'll see you at the matches. matches. Have a good night, everybody. So long.